So do I think that I actually have what it takes to get to the U.S. Olympic trials in 2024? Stay tuned to find out. This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. I'm a magazine cover girl turned competitive athlete, running fast and far, winning races here in New York City. And today I'm going to be talking about my biggest dream or the thing that I think about when I fall asleep at night, the first thing I think about when I wake up in the morning and where so much of the intention and purpose inside of my training lies. And that's to get to the U.S. Olympic trials in 2024. So this episode is going to be unpacking all of the ways that I plan to do that. So keep listening for an interesting show on my training, my fueling, my recovery, and everything else to get me to where I want to go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is a really informal episode talking about how I intend to get to the Olympic trials in 2024, because this is a really big dream of mine, and I'm just going to share with you guys what goes on inside my head as I plan to go after this, meaning what kind of things I'm doing now to get to where I want to go in two years. So first things first, if you asked me a week ago what my racing was going to look like in 2022 or what I had on deck to race or what I was going to set my intentions towards, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I had kind of a weird end of 2021. If you know me, if you follow me on social media, you'd know that I had kind of a big blow up at my last big race in December, meaning I had trained my tail off towards uh, racing the California International Marathon. Things did not go according to plan. It wasn't my day. Um, All things considered, I think that I had some kind of a virus. I think I was sick underneath underneath it all. I think I might have actually been fighting COVID of all things, right? When the Omicron variant was catching in New York, I think I might have been one of the first people to get it. But that all said, who really knows what it was that had me blow up and bomb my race? But what I do know is that not having my A race happen made me recalibrate and go back to basics and run by feel and not put any pressure on myself to try to run any specific time at any specific race um, for these past two months. So basically, I came back to New York, put my head down and tried to figure out what I wanted to do, but without putting any, um, without assigning any kind of crazy goals to my running, meaning I just ran by feel and I just got used to running without having to have any pressure and let myself kind of relax when it's when I, when I would think about running. I didn't force myself to do any kind of crazy track workouts. And if anything, I reminded myself of why I love running and that's to clear my head and to balance out my crazy life and That's kind of how I came into running in the first place. I think about how when I was still a full-time fashion model, I would run to just get the stress off my back or shake out a crazy day on set or feel like I accomplished something with my body that felt strong and empowering. And that's kind of how I think I got to where I was or got to these faster times is because I was using running as a form of self-empowerment 
And yeah, that's that's pretty much how I got into running. And at my very first race ever, uh, the half marathon in Central Park, where I came in eighth place overall, it was the largest female half marathon in uh, like on the East Coast. That's where a coach came to me and suggested the O word, which back then when I got that email, I still have this email, but a coach emailed me and said, hey, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like your time, which I guess I I ran um, a pretty fast pace at this first half marathon. He's like, if you double that time and that was a full marathon, you would be right there qualifying for the Olympic trials with this kind of pace. And that was the first time in my entire life that anyone ever uh, suggested Olympic trials in anywhere. Like, I I mean, also considering I was never an athlete or anything like that, this kind of came out of left field. And I'll never forget forwarding this email to my dad. And he was just like, what? Like, what the hell? Like, this is just like, it was so, so, so out there. So that said, that was the very first time that this Olympic trials idea was planted. This The seed was planted that I could ever come close to qualifying to something as big as the U.S. Olympic trials for the marathon. And so that happened. And then a few years, then like right after that race, that very first race, I got severely injured. I got a stress fracture in my shin and uh, followed by a stress fracture in my foot, in my fourth metatarsal. So I had two stress fractures on either leg, uh, one in my foot, one in my shin, and couldn't run for close to two years, two whole years. So after this tease of you could make it to the Olympic trials, suddenly my training was on ice, couldn't run at all. And I spent the next two years just wondering, will I ever get back to that? Will I ever get fast again? Like, what was that? It almost just felt like surreal that it could never uh, actually be a reality for me. So I put my head down. I did lots of cross training during that time. I was on the elliptical. I was on the stair climber. And it took a couple years, like I said, but then I got back out there. And I wasn't nearly as fast as I had left off, but I started to learn more about the science behind training. And I started to take it, take, take it really seriously. It was the first time in my life that I actually started to run with intention. So even though I knew I could get fast with the base that I had at that first half marathon or the first race I ever ran, this time around, after coming back from injury, I trained with more intention and actually took the advice of different running um, programs around me. I was in this thing called Nike Project Moonshot, where I went away to a little camp and they taught us how to run and train for our first uh, for for a marathon. So fast forward, and I mean, well, actually, okay, I should also say at the same time as that, I also made a huge life decision to get sober, and so it kind of coincided with my return to running after this injury for two years. I also got sober, and my life completely changed. I went through this whole metamorphosis and actually started to focus with intention and put all the energy that I put into drinking into my running. And man, oh man, did it pay off because suddenly I was running with some of the fastest people in New York City. I joined a very competitive team. I started training on the track for the very first time with some really fast people 
This was about two years ago. So two years ago from where I am right now, I started running on the track for the very first time doing track workouts with some really fast people, keeping up. And then I started entering some races. And those races included all distances. People always ask me, well, what what distance is your favorite? What distances speak to you? And back then, I didn't really know. Two years ago, I didn't know what I was good at. I just knew that I had done well at that half marathon um, a couple years before, when I, right before I got injured. But then I started running in distances like the 5K and the 10K. And, um, and I, I raced a half again and shattered the previous time that I had, meaning between my 5K, my 10K, and my half, all of those times put me in a very elite um, percentile. I ran sub 17 minutes for the 5K on the track. I ran sub 35 minutes for the 10K. So that's a five and a half minute mile pace for the 10K with 34.37. And then I also ran a 1.17 half, which is an under a six minute mile for a half marathon. So these times, which I I wouldn't call them short distance, but they're they're just not as nearly as long as a marathon. Those times um, indicate a very fast marathon. And it takes a very fast marathon to qualify for the U.S. Olympic trials. It takes a 2.37. As of a few months ago, they announced the standard is a 2.37 to qualify for uh, the U.S. Olympic trials for 2024. So you look at my 10K time and you look at my half time. And those, those race times alone indicate that I should be able to run um, the pace I would need to run for a 2.37 marathon. My 10K time or a five and a half minute mile pace is about what people who have run that Olympic trials qualifying time for the marathon, people who have those times in their back pocket, like you know runners that I know who have run that 2.37 marathon, their 10Ks are within a rock's throw away from mine. Sometimes those some of the people I'm thinking of their 10Ks times are um, slower than my 10K time, meaning that my 10K time actually indicates that maybe I could run faster than a 237 marathon. But the thing is about the marathon is there are so many factors about that race because it is so long that you have to get figured out before you can get ahead of yourself on pace projection. So just because I've run a 117 half or just because I've run a 34-37 10K or just because I've run a sub-17 minute 5K, doesn't mean that that translates to a 2.37 full marathon or a 6.06 pace for the full marathon. It just, it takes a lot more than just pace projection. It takes a certain kind of training. So back up. Before I bombed my marathon this past December, my training looked pretty good. Some of my long runs, which were over 20 miles, included 15 miles within that 20-mile run at a six-flat pace, so faster than Olympic trials qualifying pace for 15 straight miles within a 20-mile run. Now, you'd think that that would indicate that I could pretty much do what I would set out to do if I put my mind to it. But the road to an OTQ is paved with great intentions. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get them. It just, it takes so much. It takes knowing the fueling and making sure your recovery is there and just having the stars align and having it be the perfect day. So I realized this and that's why I'm, 
instead of trying to jump into a marathon as fast as I possibly can in 2022, like I was considering there are a few different marathons this spring that I thought, well, maybe I could try to take another stab at the marathon right away and get that OTQ sooner than later. That would be nice, but I just don't think that I'm ready yet. I know that I need a little more time to really understand and live inside that high volume training that comes with going after the marathon. So that said, I applied and I got entry through the American Development Program, which is kind of like an elite um, entry to the Chicago Marathon, which is in October, which is actually early in the marathon season this fall. So that means I'm going to be spending the, the summer trying to get myself in shape for the marathon. Do I think that this is going to be the marathon where I OTQ? I don't know. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of have no idea. I'm just, it'd be nice, but I think that I'm going to focus on some of the other, other distances in the meantime. So that's why this spring is looking really exciting because I also got elite entry into the Brooklyn half, or basically I got a time qualifying entry to the Brooklyn half, which is a really fast course on my home turf here in Brooklyn. And that's uh, 13.1 miles where I plan to shatter my 117. I'm I'm going to go big. I'm actually going to train towards hoping to get a sub 116, so like a 115 and a half. Meaning it would be my goal to try to average a 545 pace for the half. Do I think I can do it? I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna see. All I know is that with the 117, that race, I had run that 117 half with just a couple days notice. I didn't even, I didn't train for it. I just, this race popped up and I jumped into it kind of last minute and ran 117. And so I think that if I put my head down and train with the idea that 545 would be my half pace that I want to want to try to like dial in, who knows what could happen. So yeah, so basically my goal this year is going to be ultimately the full marathon again. But with this half is kind of like a tune up this spring. And um I'm also just going to try to focus my intentions on not trying to win every distance because I think something that happens with running is you start to see improvements in things like the 5K, the 10K, and the half, and you want to just stay in 5K, 10K, and half shape all the time. And I'm going to instead really focus on the longer stuff because 2021 was my year for the shorter stuff. Now I'm just going to try to like get that longer stuff dialed in and hopefully that'll mean for a very speedy marathon this fall. So yeah, who knows? I mean, I also just started doing strength work uh, where I've been doing things like deadlifts and the push sled and box jumps and all kinds of calisthenic core work. But I think what's manifested or come my way of what I should focus on, what's kind of spoken to me has been the half and the fall, at least that's what seems to be um, in the cards for this year. So we'll see. Who knows? Maybe another 10K or something will pop up and I'll be able to jump on the track um, this summer or something. But in the meantime, I know what I'm focusing on and that's going to be this half in May and the full in the fall. Um, 
I'm also excited to announce that for fun, I'm going to be doing the speed project next month, which is the relay race from LA to Vegas. But that's just, just, you know, that's just like fun running stuff. It's not for anything crazy training wise. Some people would go, whoa, that's a lot of miles. But it's it's not the same as like deliberate training, um, working hard towards a time qualifying goal. So yeah, that's like, that's how I'm feeling about this year and going after that OTQ. People have and will laugh like when they hear this probably they're like oh ho, ho, she thinks she can otq and to those people those people were laughing at me um before i ever got the times that i did in 2021 before i started winning races and getting a little bit more visible in the running scene and to th- to those people i say you know what laugh is laugh if you will but my times speak for themselves and i know what i'm capable of and I know that the people who have believed in me all along are um, cheering for me. And that's what really matters anyway. I'm not doing it for anyone else. I'm doing it for myself. And I know what I've seen. And, um, you know, people who were there that day on the track when I ran 34, 37 in the 10K, those people know. Or people who saw me break 17 minutes in the 5K, those people know that I'm not I'm not just um, talk like I, I do have um, I do have something here and I know it's because of my work ethic and my drive and how much I've put into learning the science behind training. So yeah, it's kind of funny. This is also a little bit of a lesson on not letting the haters get the best of you either or like not listening to criticism or you know, people will put you down for having big goals. And to that, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I've gotten this far um, without letting that stuff get to me. So yeah, I'm really excited about this coming year. I, you know, like I said, a couple a couple of weeks ago, you wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to tell you if you asked me what I was going towards. But now I, I know, and I'm, I'm putting myself in the right headspace and getting excited but not too excited and confident and ready to attack and realizing that it's going to take a day at a time and there's going to be you know lots of boring monotonous miles the way it always is but that it's for a bigger part of the of the puzzle piece like this is just a small puzzle piece in the big picture and that each day is just getting me closer and closer towards these big goals and you know what I do believe that come 2024 I'm going to be lacing up in red, white, and blue and going after that U.S. Olympic trials. <laughs> uh, like, I, I think I'm going to be there. And so it's going to be a fun ride getting to that point. I hope that you guys continue to listen to my journey. This is probably the first episode um, where I'm going to be openly talking about that goal and chasing it. So stay tuned for this wild ride, chasing my biggest dream towards 2024 And until next time, just be fast. Just win.